You're listening to the Staffing at Tiffany's Experience, behind the scenes of household staff. Hello, this is Tiffany Kinder, and welcome to the Staffing at Tiffany's podcast. Andrea Brudig is here with me, Director of Placement for Staffing at Tiffany's. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here at Staffing at Tiffany's podcast. Great. Well, today we have a very special guest, Kelly Dixon, who is a leader in the industry with her awesome estate management systems that she's created. So we're going to bring her on and we're going to talk about systems and we're going to talk about the industry and anything else that we want to talk about. So let's bring Kelly on and welcome her. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Andrea. Thank you for having me on. Kelly, thanks for being on. So yeah, you have... I learned of you through LinkedIn, I believe, and got in touch with you. And, and I saw that you had created a really great tool for estate managers. And I want to talk about that. But I want to I want to share if you could share a little bit about your background for the listeners and how you came to create this system. Sure. So I have a 25-year career in landscape design and construction and maintenance management for some pretty large properties, starting my career in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then transitioning to Rancho Santa Fe, California. And then finally, through a divorce and just a desire to change careers, I stepped into luxury property management. And through some connections, started, uh, sent a resume in for a really high net worth individual in Beverly Hills and got hired almost immediately, oddly enough, having never done estate management services. But stepping into that role, I was astounded at the chaos and the lack of systems and tools to manage some really high maintenance homes with lots of activity, lots of staff, lots of contractors. And so just by sheer need to create sanity in my life, I started developing Excel spreadsheets and Word documents so that I could document and hand over and delegate some of the communication to my staff who seemed to be spread far and wide on the properties and who you don't connect with on a regular basis unless you call them into your office. And so through those experiences and another experience as an estate manager, I started creating my own software system out of a generic program and putting these Word and Excel templates into a system that I could share with my staff. I could create a 12-month maintenance calendar and I could get organized on five luxury properties with all that was going on on each property. And that was about six years ago. And so fast forward to today, it's a system that I call the executive system. I have a do-it-yourself version or a full-service version. But that's what I do full-time today is support estate managers, house managers, principals who are wanting to hire house management services in creating a system for their properties. Okay, great. I thought when I saw that is such a need in this industry. I mean, I've I've been doing this for 26 years. We speak to a lot of estate managers and you know, even household managers that just don't have systems in place or set up to do it and the principals are expecting 
a lot when there's multiple properties and the communication just lacks. So I think you're, you know, the systems that you're creating, a lot of estate managers just really need to know about this as a tool in their tool belt to have. So that's, I think it's just great that that you've created something like this. Is it mobile too? Like, can you use it on the phone as well? It is mobile. And I think that's the critical point to make here, which is you can build a system all day long. There's a lot of private servers. There's a lot of private software that have developed for luxury home management use. But if your gardener can't use it on their phone, if your maintenance tech, if your personal assistant can't access this from everything. And COVID was the turning point to say, you know, everyone got sent home except the housekeeper in many instances. If you couldn't access contracts, maintenance calendars from your phone or from off property, you were dead in the water. You didn't have a job to go back to. And so that was a shining light on this industry that was a huge miss. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Kelly, with the estate management software, and you mentioned two options, a DIY, do-it-yourself, or a full-service Would you say the majority of individuals are choosing one option over the other? We walk them through kind of what I call baby steps or the ladder. I typically try to get someone to purchase our house manual templates, which is sort of like the soft sell of everybody, every luxury home needs a set of house manual templates. So these are the Word and Excel documents that I developed all these years and continue to evolve. Then once they get familiar with the information and they tweak that for their particular instance, they upgrade to how to manage a mansion, which is the do-it-yourself system. And we check in later on to say, how's that going for you? Or do you have the time? Do you have the interest to build this system out yourself? And if not, we offer some services to either come to the property and do a two-day site assessment, household inventory, and we'll interview the staff to say, what do you do all day and, and what are your points of challenge and, and how, how can we build this system to help you? Or we do customization virtually and you can send us your housekeeper's checklist, your household inventory, Uh, your contractor's list, and we can collect information to implement in your system off-site. So everyone's got a different set of needs. Everyone's got a different budget. Everyone's got a different expectation for how quickly they need a system implemented. So we just work on all levels. Yeah, thank you. Over the six years, are you seeing a lot of growth year to year, or did it take a while for people to decide that this is a vital tool? Well, we have evolved just in the last year with the DIY program. So that's a new program for us. Forever, we've provided this executive system. And previously, I had provided the system with five hours of virtual coaching. And then I realized that Number one, house managers, estate managers are too busy (laughs) to, to implement a system. And some people don't have a system development head. If you can imagine, if you're great at providing service and you can organize a 200 person event, you probably don't have the mindset or 
the patience level that it takes to sit down and develop a software program. And you need the feedback from the staff. So in my opinion, it's that information is better served by an outside consultant who has nothing to do but provide that system for you. And that's the fastest course to get this up and running. Okay. You know, what's interesting, Kelly, is there are so many estate managers that we talk to that are kind of, I feel like they're pulling their hair out sometimes because the principal's just the like a lack of communication sometimes on especially when they have multiple properties and they and or you know they're coming into a new role or it's like there's new money you know and they're purchasing homes and then they have an estate manager and they're trying to manage all of these homes and it can it can just be very stressful and i think in one of actually you have a podcast as well dear billionaire and on one of your podcasts you were talking about the the staff they're superheroes in the home and they really are they're they you know they have to kind of be a superhero and I just I really love that there's you've created something to really help them meet the needs that that is needed there and have the success that they need because I mean with the contractors and different homes and multiple states I mean it's a lot (laughs) it's a lot of information so to put it and, you know, a lot of people do. They use Excel and, and they're trying to do it or even in their iPhone, all the contacts and, and, all, and everything. But to have something mobile that you can transfer to different staff is just, I just applaud you. I think that's so great that you've created. Yeah, I think that's great. And we want to share the, the good news with the industry because it's, it's great that you've created something like this. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You brought up the Dear Billionaire podcast. How long has that been in action, Kelly? I think we just launched our 14th episode and we went live back in January. And I can't... So for the past couple of years uh, since COVID shutdown is really when I dug back into this business and said, okay, I'm going to start marketing it. I had a website developed. But I was gathering information, trying to help estate managers build systems. But the louder conversation was, they're not letting me in my home. They're not answering my questions about how they want this set up. They're not telling, giving me access to certain parts that I need to build this system. We don't have enough staff. So how can we build all the protocol because I've got 80 hours worth of task here and I've got one part-time housekeeper. So that conversation almost made me not sleep well at night. Like I didn't know what to do with that. And here I'm focused on supporting estate managers and house managers to provide world-class service. And finally, I just pivoted and said, I don't know who's gonna listen to this. However, somebody needs to be talking to the principals. We have what it was at 2.5 million new millionaires last year alone in the United States. And they're likely purchasing additional properties. So second, third, fourth properties. They're going to hit a point of pain with a remodeling project, a failed mechanical system or something and just go, ugh, this is too hard. I didn't earn this wealth to sit here and do this amount of work. I'm not equipped to do it. I don't like doing it. I don't like all these contractors. I don't know how to talk to them and get something done. 
And it's at that point of pain where they start looking for a house manager or a luxury property management company. And the only thing that I need to say about that step is just because they've developed wealth in their life and they're able to afford these houses doesn't necessarily make them a good employer, doesn't necessarily give them the tools to have someone work inside of their home and not feel completely exposed or lack lacking in privacy. And it makes people off balance when they don't know what to expect. They don't know how to have the conversations about, you're here again, you're telling me about your personal life. I don't want to know this stuff. Just go do the laundry. You know, they don't want to be cranky about it, but they don't know how to set it up for success. So that's where people like me come into the conversation to say, let me help you set this up so that we can clear up some expectations with your new staff so you don't get in this hamster wheel of that person's not right for me. I need somebody else. If you don't have a system, if you don't know what your service expectations are, if you don't know how many hours that your house takes to maintain, you don't know how many staff members you need. And that kind of discovery is going to better help you set up for long-term staff that can earn trusted relationships and know when to stay out of your business and you know know when it's appropriate to walk out of the room. Otherwise, everyone's not happy. Everyone's unhappy. Everyone's staff turnover is insane. And, and people just don't understand how delicate of a relationship these people are in your home. Well, and in most delicate relationships comes that hot topic of boundaries. So Tiffany and I were talking about getting into it with you a little bit about, you know, boundaries and that all entails. So that you brought up the word relationship and that just fits there in so many areas. But yeah, I just want to chime in too on that because this industry I think is just, it's so interesting because these are people working their careers in a private home. And these are people's private homes where they just live. And Kelly, like you said, when you have staff and you have a home or estates, you turn, you're a household employer. Some are equipped to do it. Some, they have that learning curve on how to do it. And then you have the fact that these estate managers and you go down the list, housekeepers, nannies, chefs, they're all working in this private home. It's <laughs> it's an interesting dynamic. And yeah, the boundaries are definitely needed and boundaries can be stepped on. And yeah, this is a whole different <laughs> This is definitely a whole different topic than creating systems in place as far as contractors and timeframes. But yeah, I don't Kelly, what's your insight on this? Boundaries to me are as important as creating systems because I can tell you that, again, you can have all the money in the world and you want what you want when you want it. And everyone understands that and everyone signs up for that. But the last thing that you want to happen as a wealthy homeowner is to unknowingly burn someone out, to push them beyond what's healthy mentally, physically, emotionally, and then have that person fake it and work inside their home 
until they their body fails, until they have a health crisis, until they melt down, until they hurt themselves, you know, they become accident prone. All of those things, again, become the, that homeowner's personal liability. Not that they're malignant. I hope they're not maliciously pushing that employee to the brink. They unknowingly ask too much and the private service professional, the home house manager, the estate manager, the nannies or whoever, aren't saying, no, I can't work this weekend. I've hit 100 hours of work this week. I need some time off. I'm not sleeping well. You know, they're not having that conversation. And principals aren't asking either. They don't know to ask for the most part. I don't think it's because they don't care necessarily. They just don't slow down to kind of say, Let's do a weekly check-in. How's everybody doing? And in certain levels, it's just never going to happen. I call it a level one level of service where you have high communication and concern about each other in level 10, which I've been watching Succession and that whole series about billionaire families. No one's talking to that stuff. Let's just be honest about that. No one cares if that you know house manager burns out. But in today's world where... It's likely that if you step out of your boundaries and there's lawsuits and people filing unpaid overtime and you can pay your way out of certain circumstances, you can't pay your way out of bad press or legal implications that get pushed out to the world. And so the only thing I would say is it's in the principal's best interest to Allow your staff to implement boundaries, to care enough that they are long-term employees, that they stay with you long-term, that you don't put them beyond the brink. And the biggest thing that's happened since COVID is these hybrid roles are just wearing people out. They're expected to cook and clean house and supervise contractors and pick the kids up from school and grocery shop. No human being should asked to go in 40 different directions. And then the principal comes back and says, I'm not happy. The water tank failed. Why aren't you watching the mechanical systems? Well, because I'm doing X, Y, Z. That is one thing that I, I really does need to be talked about and, and really is important because COVID did create kind of a monster with the household staffing industry because people there it was limited staff because they didn't want a lot of people in there so so like like you said before the housekeeper stayed let's just say or even the nanny but let me just say like the housekeeper stayed cuz the house needed to get cleaned well they started wearing multiple hats and what i me and andrea have talked about this and we've seen this since covid there's been this where clients will call and they're looking for this hybrid candidate to do it all because it happened during COVID. And they're like thinking, well, they did it during that time and it was fine. And it it was just like survival because, you you know, people still needed to have a paycheck. So they were willing to say, okay, you know, I'll do this and I'll do that as well. And yeah, and it's just, we are educating clients left and right to say that is not how we staff homes. COVID, we had to pivot. And yeah, it's 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 not how we do things, and it's changed. It's changed a lot. That's the burnout that everyone should want to avoid. And the beauty of that is that the majority of our clients are receptive, and they hear us, and they understand it, and they don't push. Find me that person anyway. 
they say it's an aha moment where they understand oh so when you use the verbiage of unknowingly they unknowingly push and they unknowingly ask for it's actually i think very true that it just becomes part of their thought process they don't realize that's a recipe for disaster so what we have found with staffing at tiffany's is that we're able to guide those clients with those type of asks into let's make that a private chef and then we'll get your household manager and then it sounds like housekeeper and we divide and they seem to be quite receptive to it so the difference from one year ago to now is huge in the amount of that that we were getting asked and what the way we can sort of redirect that i don't know i can't speak for any other agencies and what they're doing but all about education and informing and explaining to the client and what we can share is that they're pretty open to it so we can help stop that from happening going on so i think this is a great conversation to have about how crucial recruiters are to this conversation not only training the millionaires billionaires the principals and setting a candidate up for the most amount of success in that role by explaining the differences between a house manager because we don't have industry standards it's not as if a house manager is abc and then an estate manager is xyz or whatever it really is a fluid job description and we have people or homeowners writing the job description when they don't really number 1 they may not have performed all of those duties themselves they don't know how long those tasks take they have no idea the high need that their home actually is in addition to their personal expectations about service and guests and family needs so it's a really big conversation that we need our recruiters to be supporting both sides of the partnership to make the best and long-term relationships because that's when you don't have people coming back with burnout who literally can't they don't have the focus anymore to rewrite their resumes you know they're so exhausted they literally take a month off before they start another job search that has to end that's you know that and then the long term well just the expectations of not knowing what they're going to stack step into in the next role and how iffy that relationship could be so there's there's so many layers to getting people what they want getting the right service provider in there to give the service and then really stepping back and setting up some systems setting up some boundaries setting up the expectations of communication so that people ideally stay in these roles 5 to 10 years and we recognized that a good year ago over a year ago and it was also you know brought to our attention from many of our chief of staff estate managers in our database and in our network and so we actively worked hard on trying to educate and inform and take the unknowingly and become more clear with it. So, 
I hope that, I think that, I'm quite sure that actually, that a lot of our candidates are seeing that, recognizing that, and discussing it with others. And so we we will be touching on that a little bit more even later today with our, our next guest, and then would love to circle back and talk about that hot topic. Uh, it's right up there with the boundaries, right? Kelly, I just want to thank you so much for coming and talking with us. And... There are so many layers to this industry. I guess we could talk and talk for a long time, but I'd love for maybe you to come back again. Can you just let our listeners know where to find your estate management systems and how to find you and also where to listen on your podcast, Dear Billionaire? Yeah, just go to estatemanagementsystems.com and go to any podcast provider, which is, uh, and look for Dear Billionaire and you can find me there. Great. Well, thanks, Kelly. Have a great day. And we look forward to hearing from you again. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you both. Thank you for listening to the Staffing at Tiffany's Experience. Please share our podcast and stay tuned for more episodes. Visit us at Staffing at Tiffany's dot com.